Debbie, Eric's got. Uh oh. So Eric Debbie, has you pictures about of this. sexy what pizza. I mean, it's Debbie's. You're aware costume. of this, right? That like every Halloween, there's always like these silly, like sexy, yeah, sexy costumes. ones. Yeah. Like so, I, I just showed the sexy Vince pizza, the sexy pizza costume, the sexy corn cob. Oh, that one. Yeah. Okay. The uh, sexy um, salt and pepper music. shaker. <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen these before. Vince, come on, man. The sexy stop and go light. There's, that one's in here. You know, you've got your usual, your sexy cop. Yeah, okay. You like, know, your sexy thing, this, not the other Sexy thing. pizza. It's got the <laughs> collar <laughs> of crust. It really has a crust <laughs> for a collar. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Powerfully sexual. Indeed. 8.13 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah, give me the diesel back. There you go. Uh, We'll have a little bit of fun in the hour, but uh, serious things to get to first. The breaking news this morning, and I haven't seen when it's going to happen, but there is going to be a third attempt at getting Jim Jordan elected as Speaker of the House. How does this work? Right? Isn't this odd? Because everything we were hearing yesterday was that Jordan was like, you know what, okay, let's give Patrick McHenry some more power. And he's the temp, if you will, or the interim or whatever. Speaker pro temp. Yeah. But this morning now, Jordan defiant, as he called on his fellow Republican colleagues to come together and elect him, saying the time is now and we need to have a speaker. We need to get to work for the American people. We need to do what we said we were going to do. We need to do what we told them we were going to do when they elected us and put us in office. And frankly, we can't do that if the House isn't open. And if the, we, can't, we can't open the House until we get a speaker. So this could happen, this third vote, um, here in the next hour or so. It sounds like 10 a.m. Eastern, they could roll in and start the process. Do you get more votes? Does he lose more Because he votes? lost votes last time around. He, right, did, he but, gained some and lost right, some. Okay. Like, so there were a couple that he thinks he can still flip back. Is that enough to get to 217? And so more on why he might in a moment. But first, let's cover what you addressed earlier. The speaker pro tem, the idea that you'd give Patrick McHenry of North Carolina some more powers to at least get some more House business done. Powers that he does not currently have, but... They can change the rules in the House anytime they want. Some conflicting reports that I've seen as to whether or not McHenry himself even believes that he wants to do that or whether that's wise. Let me get you this report from ABC's Liz Landers. Jordan's other plan already failed. He floated giving the temporary speaker, Congressman Patrick McHenry, more power to buy Jordan the time to change people's minds. But talks reportedly ended in a screaming match. ABC News has learned McHenry threatened to quit if his colleagues tried to give him more power outside of his caretaker role, which he took on after former speaker Kevin McCarthy was ousted. In the meantime, Congress remains paralyzed, unable to take up President Biden's request for Israel Israel and Ukraine war funding, all while another potential government shutdown looms next month. Okay, so you have that, and maybe that's the new catalyst to have members of the House get things in order and say, all right, we've got this from President Biden, and we'll review some of the remarks that he made in his primetime speech to the country last night. Uh, But President Biden calling for $105 billion in aid to Ukraine and an aid to Israel to fight both of those wars, and they need to get to work on this, and perhaps that's the catalyst that, I don't know, gets people to come correct and say, uh, and I'm not saying it's the right choice, but what I meant by that is fall in line. Maybe you like Jim Jordan, maybe you don't, but we need a speaker. This is the guy. 
It puts the pressure back on those voting no at the moment. Gives them an out as well. Like some of the folks who've spoken not very highly of Congressman Jordan. Ooh, good point. Right? Who said, no, I can't support him. I can't support him. Gives those people an out to say, all right, well, I don't support him. I didn't support him. I didn't want to, but we had to get to work here. It sounds like he's defying on it. This is more from Jordan. Our plan this weekend is to get a speaker elected to the House of Representatives as soon as possible so we can help the American people. Last one. So that was Jim Jordan earlier this morning uh, speaking directly. I don't know that he's come out with such public remarks. You know, a lot of this has been behind closed doors, including the aforementioned screaming match, apparently, which is not a good sign. Mm. But uh, there's Jordan taking it public this morning. saying, now I'm hanging in. And that might be another thing, too. If there were folks who were holding out saying, ah, he's going to drop out then. And then maybe I can float my candidate or get behind somebody else. If he says, no, I'm not dropping out. There's that certainty as well. well. I keep wondering, could it be, would we have heard of heard of it by now, if someone else just, just floats up to the surface now? All of a sudden, you know, Congressman or Congress Lady A or B ends up getting 40 votes, 50 votes, and then all of a sudden do they gain momentum? Mm-hmm. Haven't heard anything like that to suggest no that's going to No other names happen. floated, really. Not really, no. So let's get to the situation in Israel that is prompting all of that. Uh, today, a couple of things to watch. The idea that some much-needed food and water to the Palestinian civilians in Gaza may begin to flow uh, is looking like that's a, a reality. As the situation on the ground in Gaza continues to deteriorate, the White House and Egyptian officials have indicated that the first round of humanitarian aid, 20 trucks containing food, medicine, and water, are expected to cross from Egypt into Gaza later today. So an interesting walk here for the president. He's trying to simultaneously support Israel's effort to root out Hamas terrorists. Ground assault could happen at any time. I've got a little bit more information on that coming up here. But then also wants to get this humanitarian aid into Gaza to the people that desperately need that. So he's walking that line and did so in his address to the nation last night. But this is sort of a test run. If this this supply, this initial batch of supplies, if that goes through and gets to the people that need it, that could only reinforce you know, sort of that corridor, yep, yep. and and that aid could continue to flow to Gaza. Meanwhile, another thing to watch, other actors starting to get involved, as feared, in this war in the Middle East. Multiple reports of rocket fire from Lebanon, which is north of Israel, and Hezbollah, another anti-Israeli terrorist group attacking Israeli defense forces. You have that on the northern border. Also, the U.S. Department of Defense reporting a U.S. Navy destroyer in the region, I believe it's in the Red Sea, intercepted missiles and drones Fired from Yemen, here's Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Pat Ryder. We cannot say for certain what these missiles and drones were targeting, but they were launched from Yemen, heading north along the Red Sea, potentially towards targets in Israel. Okay, so he's saying, yeah, well, we don't know, but we know what that was about. And then we've been talking for more than a week about this ground assault in Gaza. Hundreds of thousands of Israeli troops amassed at the border. Here are the signs that reporters are seeing that indicate to them that this is the hour is upon us. Israel's defense minister yesterday told his troops they will soon see Gaza from the inside, suggesting a ground offensive is imminent. Satellite images show hundreds of Israeli tanks and armored vehicles north of Gaza. A source says Israel is preparing for a long war with many casualties. One reason for the delayed ground invasion, Israel is setting up hospitals waiting for more medical supplies. So that happening as the president addressed the nation last night, about a 15-minute speech, And he 
was also going back and forth between what's happening in Israel and, hey, don't forget about Ukraine. Ukraine. We still have a huge commitment there, and we're not backing away from that commitment. He wrapped up the speech pretty strong, and here's the president saying that the world is counting on America. America is a beacon to the world. Still, still. Whereas my friend Madeleine Albright said, the indispensable nation. Tonight there are innocent people all over the world who hope because of us, who believe in a better life because of us, who are desperate not to be forgotten by us and are waiting for us. Waiting for us in the form, most specifically right now, of a $105 billion in aid. That's what the president is requesting to continue to back these two wars. And, and that should be debated. Not necessarily support or whatever, but that should and would, will be debated because we are currently, what, we're like 30 days out now again from another possible government shutdown? And then there's that. Right, because right. we're out of money, because mm-hmm. we run deficit budgets, or not budgets at all even. Right? So basically, if you want an additional $105 billion, yeah. that's going on the credit card. And that perhaps, you, you said it earlier, that could be what ultimately lands Jim Jordan with the gavel is that the lawmakers have no other choice given where we are in the world right now. We need to debate this, and we need to get it done quickly, one way or another. And I'm not saying you, you should or shouldn't. I, I haven't dissected the price tag, but it's a lot of money. And by saying going on the credit card, again, if we're already at deficit spending, right. budget to budget or whatever we're going on now, these continuing resolutions that allow us to keep the government open for a month or several months at a time, that means we're borrowing money from China or somewhere else. Yep. And then giving it to Ukraine and giving it to Israel in the form of um, this aid. Do we want to do that? That needs to be debated. So we got our eye on, what did you say, 9 o'clock for the speaker's vote? Uh, Nine-ish. I mean, usually it doesn't speak. It doesn't happen right away. There's always speeches. There's motions. You like the pomp? Yeah. A little pomp, a little circumstance. It'll happen sometime in the middle of the day. Middle of the morning, I mean. Got our eye on that here on Wisconsin's Morning News, 822. For Saturday weather, you got a high of 58 degrees, but a chance of some showers in the morning for your big event, big walk. That's up. all right. You'll be all right. Us T1D warriors don't mind. The T1D warriors. We can fight through anything. And and your army of supporters, <laughs> yes. your allies. Yes. So the uh, JDRF One Walk is tomorrow at Greenfield Park. That's for type 1 diabetes, autoimmune disease, different than type 2. And I've lived with type 1 for uh, nearly 40 years now, believe it or not. Um, and I got to speak with the mother of someone you know who has type 1 diabetes, and you might not even realize it, Garrett Mitchell, young brewer's phenom, who I think is just going to be a star. I, fe- I feel like he's a star in the making. And uh, he was diagnosed 15 years ago when he was a kid with T1D. And what's quite remarkable about his story is that it only made him better. Here it is. Swing of likely didn't even notice. But when Brewers outfielder Garrett Mitchell hit that walk-off, he was carrying something in his back pocket that no other baseball player would have had on the field that day. A wicked line drive by Garrett Mitchell! No, not batting gloves or seeds, but rather a small medical device used to keep him alive. 
a 24-hour insulin pump. You will notice it is in his back left pocket. It never leaves his body, truly, even when he's playing. Garrett Mitchell lives with type 1 diabetes. It's otherwise known as T1D. As a mom, you always love watching your child play sports, and in your mind, they're always the best, right? Shannon Van Dyke is Garrett's mother. She says Garrett was like a lot of other boys when he was younger, but he was really good at sports. I just loved watching him play, and he was good in my eyes. When Garrett was nine, he told his mother he wasn't feeling well. He was complaining of a a little bit of a stomach ache, and he had gone to the bathroom before he went to bed. Then he woke up at like 9, 10, 11, 12, kept going to the bathroom every hour. He was complaining of horrible stomach ache. And I said, okay, we're going to the emergency room. Something's wrong. A normal blood sugar level is 80. Garrett's came in at more than 600. I remember my heart being afraid, not knowing exactly what to do, and what does our future look like. But I also knew that I needed to be strong and for him. And we were going to face this head-on as a family. Garrett would learn to live with type 1 diabetes. It means constant attention, constant vigilance of everything you eat in order to maintain a healthy blood sugar. Literally had a bag with him everywhere he went and always had snacks, insulin, and sugars. It's so important that he was correcting for the amount of carbs he was eating. A blood sugar that goes too high can leave long-term damage to your organs. If it goes too low, that can mean going into a coma or even worse. The lows are scary. I would say I would liken it to having a newborn child, and I set my alarm every night, probably between 2 and 3 a.m., to get up and test his blood sugars every night. There was a high, you could correct, but if there was lows, those were harder because he's sound asleep and you're trying to get him to have some juice or have some, you know, something sugar to get those numbers back up. Shannon gives a lot of credit to JDRF, which raises funds for research prevention, maybe even a cure someday, as well as giving assistance to families learning how to live a new life. You don't feel alone. I think that's one of the things that we've learned is there's so many families out there that are going through the same thing that we are. And JDRF is making so many advances in their research and even have developed testing as a precursor to try to prevent, you know, the onset of diabetes. As for Garrett, hit in the air to run he seems to be doing okay. I wasn't going to let it stop me. I feel like some people use it as a crutch sometimes or, you know, like, I can't do this because of this. And it's, that was never my mindset. It was always continue to push forward and continue just to prove people wrong and show that it doesn't matter whether or not you have diabetes or really anything. Um, just continue to trust and believe in yourself. That would be my words of advice to families that are feeling either down or sad or I can't do it or count it out that don't be because Garrett has been as well. Hit him Translation, keep swinging for the fences just like Garrett. For Garrett Mitchell! He just hit a walk-off out of here! Oh my, oh my! How do you top this one? Pretty neat story. About a, about a kid who wasn't going to let anything stop him. Just went and did it. Next day, new day, get up, let's go. Uh, so Garrett Mitchell and his family also raising money for JDRF. He won't be at the walk tomorrow, 
Um, but if you are interested in his story, I have a link to my page. Also, by the way, you can see the pictures. I, I threw a couple of pictures on there of him with his hidden little device. You showed me that. You're like, what do you see here? Like, I didn't see anything, but... Yeah. yeah, you can clearly see it then. And he always has it in his left back because he slides on his right leg and he bats lefties, so he's never going to get hit by a pitch over there. Okay. So you always see it in there. You'll always see it now. Uh, you text the word WALK, the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. There's a link to my story, uh, the nine-year-old from Pewaukee Morgan story that we told uh, last week, and then, of course, Garrett's as well. We try to raise money for JDRF, and for those who have already... Pitched in a couple of bucks. I can't thank you enough for that. I really, really appreciate it. I really, I appreciate that you that first of all that Mrs. Mitchell was kind enough to to share her story Fantastic. and be open with you about it, but also that that you shared her story with us because as much as I'm interested in what you battle through every day, and you know, I try to be empathetic. I can't. I don't understand what that sure, feels like. Right. I don't know, but I do know, and so many of us know. What it's like to be a parent when your kid is not well and you are scared, right? And that, like, just she just connected with me mm-hmm. on that level. Everybody can appreciate that when your your kid's not well. I don't know what's going on. We're at the hospital. You're you're having that conversation. Are we going to the hospital? Like, what's wrong? Well, what really got it for me is when she said, "I I was scared. I wasn't sure what our future held for us for a family." She's like, "But I wasn't going to show that to him." You know, she just, you know, we're, I'm not going to show him any fear and we're going to get through it together. And that's what we do. And God, hero, I'm real bad yeah. at that. <laughs> when I'm freaked out, my kids know. Oh, <laughs> like, you can see it in out. my eyes. You read it like a book. This is not good. Dad's mad or dad's scared or what. So, so yeah. we'll, we'll lead on the call at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> 834 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Again, text the word WALK, W-A-L-K, to 855-616-1620. Eight forty-two on Wisconsin's morning news. Did anybody go to see Aquaman yesterday? I mean, like any of our people. I saw everybody. The huge crowds. Yeah, we had a couple there. Uh, Wisconsin's afternoon news uh, producer Sam Sam Butson was there, and Dylan Hunter Carter, our digital guy, can so you can hear one moment here when Momoa says something to Dylan. Listen closely. He's coming up to him now. He's slapping fire. Here he comes. Right here. That was worth it. Thanks, Eve. Swoon. <laughs> so glad we got that in. I heard nothing but good things about him, Deb. As you should. He's Adonis, and he's adorable, and funny, and goofy, and, and hot, and he's Jason Momoa. I was hoping he'd say, sup, bro, in Dothraki. He didn't. It would have been cool to hear that in a different language. Dothraki, is, that whole thing is so passe. He's now Aquaman, and now maybe might not be. That's true. But no there's going to be a new Aquaman? Well, yeah. Mm, they're redoing all the really? stuff and junk. Yeah. He's past it. <laughs> I don't know if the guy ever has to work again. All he has to do is walk around with a vodka bottle and a million people will show up. <laughs> he did that. kind of one that came out one Christmas, either last Christmas or the Christmas before, where he played like this dream monster thing. Adorable! Adorable. <laughs> I'm not sure if Debbie has a crush or not. Big fan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as well that I wasn't there because they'd be like, okay, she's a little creepy. We're getting back up. <laughs> wow. All right. So that's what we got. That All of that. And we got a sup, bro. That's that's what we got. Well, he he did take a lot of pictures. He slapped a lot of fire. Okay. He did see a lot of people. He signed a lot of vodka bottles. I saw that on the news. He was just. I mean, just brilliant. Brilliant. What are you going to do right now? You, you ain't acting. You know, they're on strike. So I suppose. It's a way to keep out Sell there. some booze. Mm-hmm. 844 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Oh, hey, coming up.
We got Jeff Wagner, who just announced his retirement yesterday on his program. We're going to speak live with Jeff about uh, how he came to that decision and what's next for him. We'll do that next on Wisconsin's Morning The Department of Justice. News Radio 620 WTMJ. Evil can only win when good people fail to act. Whether we bring our enemies to justice or bring justice to our enemies, justice will be done. For those to stand idle, Jeff Wagner's Department of Justice is open. Jeff Wagner, News Radio 620, WTMJ. The Department of Justice is open for now. But not much longer. No, (laughs) no. Big news yesterday from Wagner. So I was in here as Jeff was getting set to make his announcement and because I do the top of the hour news at, yeah. at noon, right? And uh, so we hit the break before that and I looked over at Jeff. I'm like, all right, good luck. And he's like, what? And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. This is kind of like big news. Like, yeah. uh, might get emotional. Words start coming out of your mouth. Like, when you finally hear yourself saying, like, right? yes, this is what's going to happen. I mean, it wasn't that particular moment. Because we're looking ahead now. We've got a month and a half yet with Jeff. It has been a wonderful run, but no show lasts forever. And we're announcing today that I'm going to be retiring from WTMJ at the end of this year. So December 15th will be the final day. We're hoping to get him on. You might be in transit at the moment. I might have got my signals crossed with Jeff on that, too. He had a lot going yesterday, right? <laughs> like, have you on the show? Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. But a lot of things happening. Um but yeah, so December 15th will be the final Wagner show. Then uh, going into the end of the year, there'll be some best of Wagner, so we'll play some of the best stuff. Uh, and then new I want some. Next who's year. putting that together? I want deep cuts in there. I want, I want 20 years ago Wagner. Department of Justice yeah, type of stuff, I want a right? time capsule. <laughs> so it'll be great. It'll be exciting. It'll be uh, different. I, I can't, you know, I, I don't remember a time when Wagner wasn't on WTMJ. So yeah. that's, that's quite, quite an achievement. 25 years in the same market where you grew up. That's pretty cool. Congratulations to him and to Fran. You know, and Jeff addressed it a little bit. It's a great privilege to be able to say, I love my job, right? And I have that privilege you do. Mm-hmm. Jeff does. Mm-hmm. He loves his job. But he was explaining, like, but this is also still work. Like, at some at some point, even if you love your job, everybody's going to head into retirement sure. to yeah. some degree. I mean, he's going to stay active. He's not just going to go <laughs> take a long nap. Right. He's going to play his golf and other, because he has plans to do some other that things. That was the big thing he says, that he wants to play golf on New Year's Eve. He's never done that. And so he'll be in Florida for that, yep, right? He's a, his intention this year is to play golf on New Year's Eve. Other thing that, that imp- was impressed upon me yesterday and listening to Jeff and some of his remarks, I mean, 25 years and how people listen to WTMJ, whether it's you know this show or folks who've come before us here and, and someone like Jeff who's been here on the, on the air for a quarter century – the relationship that he has built with so many of you, and it's, you have it on at the office, you have it on, you know, in the the work shed or mm-hmm, wherever you're doing mm-hmm. your thing, in yep. the barn, in the car, like whatever whatever you're doing as you go about your day, you have it on, and, and Jeff's been there with you as your companion in that time for 25 years, and that's going to go away. And so that's going to be a change for a lot of folks who listen to the radio station. Absolutely, absolutely. But he, if there was someone who earned it... It's Mr. Wagner, so congratulations, fine sir. The Department of Justice is open. Sorry, you're going to say something? I was just going to say what time it is. Jeff Wagner on News Radio 620 WTMJ. 851. (laughs) 
That's cool. Keep the music playing. I'll do my pillow with the music. Gina, she'll be fine with that. I answered to Gina Della from Pella. So I, I can run it by her and just say, Pancake, hit the music. And we just decided to do the, our conversation with the music. WTMJ. She'll like that, too. I'll run it all by her. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Time to get on the schedule. Actually, the communication I got from Gina Della and her people is that they do have appointments available to come to your house. If you've been considering Pella Windows and Doors to improve the functionality of a space, like I did, new patio door, big old windows that go on either side. If you're in need of replacement windows as well, maybe an exterior door. I mean, beautiful products, high-quality stuff. Um, but you want to get them out to your house so that they can see what kind of things they're dealing with. They'll bring all the products to you. You know, they can give you the, you know, when the windows, people come to your house, they got the oh, yeah. model window. Yeah. So you can, you know, flip all the stuff. Get your hands right? on it. Yep. Yeah, yep. sure. And then on top of that, then when they're in your home, then they can do those preliminary measurements and stuff, give you a better idea of what you're working with. And then the design team can also offer their thoughts on like, yeah, have you thought of doing it this way? Have you thought of doing it that way? So all of those reasons to get on the schedule right now, and they do those appointments fill up pretty quickly to have the team come out to your home, but there are spots available here still in the fall, so maybe you can get your project on track and going as the winter months approach. It's PellaWI.com. That's bonus music for Gina. WTMJ's five-day forecast is sponsored by Dave Dre Camp Heating, where you're Comfort is their family's tradition. High of 58 degrees today under partly cloudy skies. High school football playoffs. Did anybody start Thursday night? No, I think everybody plays on Friday. So that kicks off tonight. For those folks who are going to be outside watching the game, you got an increasing cloud cover and a chance of showers, mainly to the northeast of the city. Low temp down to 45. So that's what you're looking at for high school ball. Not One of too my bad. favorite is when we can get the, uh, the calls of the games. From oh, some the high the, school calls, yeah, super some of the awesome. smaller radio stations across the state, and just hearing those calls, some big touchdown in the fourth quarter, a big elimination game. It's pretty cool hearing that stuff. So that's happening. My kids singing the national anthem. Tonight. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Her older sister has done that before, but this will be her first time doing that. So nervous, you Greendale. Think? Um, this is my kid who like you can throw anything at her. Yeah, I mean, all three. You know, people who have multiple kids. You know, it, it isn't amazing how different they are. Same in, DNA, in but ways. very different. Right. Yeah. And she's a twin. Now, fraternal twins, yes. So she and Max are, are the twins. These two are so different. Like, they were literally in the same space. Yeah. Cooking yeah. at the same time. All the stuff was the same, you know, but they're very different people. So you could throw anything at this one. She'd be like, yep, it's going to be great. Oh, good for her. That's awesome. I could learn from her. <laughs> for me, that's never right. my outlook. It's going to be great. How often do I come in here and say, show's going to be great. Everything's fine, Eric. <laughs> that's you. You're right. Mr. Optimistic so, all the time. <laughs> all the time. I don't know where that came from, but uh, she'll be solid. Hey, yeah. uh, so one of the things we're following today is the Jim Jordan situation. So Jordan likely is expected to have another vote this morning in the House to become the Speaker. And I get the impression that the strategy here is, hey, we can't not have one. So there's going to be pressure, I think, put on those who have been voting no against Jordan to have a speaker and have it be this congressman from Ohio. Here's the thing, though. There are some that are pretty staunch against it just because of what happened in 2020 with the election stuff. And actually, we had new details on that yesterday happen in Georgia with the Fulton County case. You know, there's a whole bunch of pushback and whatnot on what happened in Georgia with the uh, 2020 election. Now we had someone flip. It was around this time yesterday when that broke. The uh, the Kraken lady. Yes. 
Do you have it? Can you? I'll give you a second. Can you find? <laughs> I got to hear it again. Your, your most favorite. This bite? is uh, one of former President Trump's attorneys, Sidney Powell, one of his most ardent defenders during that immediate post-election phase where she kept promising all this evidence. We have evidence of fraud here. We have evidence of fraud there. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to release the Kraken. <laughs> the Kraken never got released. So she's getting probation, not getting any time behind bars, but what it's indicating is that she might have to testify even potentially for the former president himself. So that could be a big win for the prosecution in that case. ABC News reporting she has, in fact, agreed to testify yeah. at trial in that case in Georgia. That could also have ramifications, as we were talking about, on the federal case, because anything that is entered into the record there in Georgia yeah. could be used in the federal case as well. Or maybe they get cooperation from her there also. So, so she can avoid prison time altogether. You have that, and then you tie that into what's happening in the House today with Jordan, and then you tie that into what's happening in Israel, where there could be a ground offensive occurring at any moment now. It seems more and more likely that that's going to happen. And President Zelensky in Ukraine, don't forget about me. Right. A lot of stuff happening. WTMJ Now is up next with Steve Scafidi.